Hello and welcome to the Marin Sonoma Shop Local Podcast, where we highlight local businesses, their services, and their products so that you can make the informed decision of where to shop local next. Today, I am with Jennifer Dukes of Therapy with Jennifer Dukes, based in Corte Madera, and also provides services online. How are we doing today, Jennifer? Excellent. How are you, Kyle? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Thank you so much for popping on. You're actually the first Corte Madera um, guest to hop on the podcast, so... Yeah, you're going to be the first that everyone's going to look to in your city. I'm going to set a stellar example. I know it. Good, good. I think so, too. That's why we asked you to be on it. So give us a little overview of the services that you provide. So I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I work with teenagers and young adults who are perfectionists. Uh, I do a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy and humanistic therapy. I've been primarily doing teletherapy for the last four years, basically since the pandemic started, and then just recently started seeing clients in an office in Mill Valley. Nice. And how does it feel getting back into the office to be with people in person? It was an incredible experience. I, I mean, I always have fun doing therapy. I mean, sometimes it's you know harder than other times, but I really enjoy the work that I do with my clients. But getting to do in person and seeing the energy and there was a vibrancy to it, I felt so alive and so happy. And it was so nice to see the clients. Or I only saw two that day and there was one I'd never met in person, uh, which was very cool to kind of we talked about the height differences and then the other person I'd seen uh, for a long, long time uh, in person. So it was really nice to get to do that again. It made me very happy. Well, good. And you touched on this a little bit, but are there any specializations that you have regarding the types of clients and new patients that you take in? Yeah, I definitely work. There's a couple of genres or populations or types of people. So I do a lot with depression and anxiety and with anxiety, a lot of perfectionism. And then I work with typically women who are in their late twenties, early thirties, trying to figure out the dating app world and the complexities with that. And because I work with teenagers, I've got several, you know, seniors who are trying to withstand the academic pressures and struggles of applying to college and all that that entails. Um, That seems to be a lot of what's been in my caseload for a while. Okay. And how, I guess you can't go into too much detail about the patients themselves, but can you go into any detail of, I guess the main concerns with this going off to college and an example of how you maybe help them kind of offload that stress and anxiety and, Look at the bigger picture of that they're going to be okay. And we've all been in that spot before. Yeah, that's a great question. I think I've been, you know, I've been doing this for seven years, working with teenagers and other populations, but definitely teenagers and uh, been able to use my collective experience of what that process is, is like and how it's changed over the years, especially during the pandemic, you know, they, a lot of the colleges aren't requiring SAT scores like they were. So and sometimes it's a gamble, you know, of uh, students that you would think would get accepted in the schools aren't vice versa. But 
just kind of the streamlined process of, of what to do and what to expect and how to manage, you know, doing homework along with applying to colleges, along with parental expectations that are going on, uh, comparison between peers, you know, a lot of the same subjects come up. And then ultimately, like, yes, you can go to a really good school, you, you know, like an Ivy League school, or you can go to a school that is not an Ivy League and like, ultimately you will be okay. Um, there's other ways to kind of, you know, spruce up your resume. And that's great. Those are a multitude of concerns that you just brought up. And I think any parents that are listening can probably relate to their kids saying something within the realm of all those things to worry about. Yes. But can you tell me about a time that you were blown away from a patient's reaction to the work that you had done with them? Yeah, I think, uh, I'm going to come up with a couple of examples, but really I'll just even do the recent one when I told uh, one of my clients that I was going to be working in person, this client really got quite emotional and was just really excited to get to have that opportunity to meet with me in person. And what I took away from that is how important social interaction and human to human contact is like, yes, there's a lot of benefits to doing teletherapy, but the in-person and, you know, kind of how COVID really affected people in terms of social isolation and just really wanting to connect and, and be in person. And I felt very honored by that, you know, to get to be a part of that process and also really excited to get to see the client as well. Absolutely. And it shows how much you mean to them in the relationships that you're building, that yeah. the simple switch made all the difference in the world. And you know, I, I know it makes you light up when a patient lights up for something so little and it shows the big difference that you make and goes a long way. Yeah. Kind of similar question coming. Is there a client outcome that you're really proud of? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of all of my clients, you know, if any of them are listening to this, but um, I would say there's, you know, I, I definitely do short term therapy, but I also have clients that I've been with for a really, really long time. And there's one client, you know, without giving any sort of identifying information for confidentiality mm -hmm. purposes, but I've seen this person, they kind of came in with, um, you know, struggling in social interactions and not able to advocate for themselves at work. And I've been with them for a long time that I've seen them using the tools and techniques and interventions that I taught them and, and apply them to other areas in their life. And I've seen them go through all of these different life phases, you know, of getting job promotions and trying to figure out what sort of opportunities there are and them advocating, um, you know, with their bosses to be able to do other sort of situations. And then through that, you know, outside of job in terms of relationships, like doing dating and then finding a person that they wanted to be with and marrying and then buying a house. And I just recently found out that they're going to have a baby. And so in this session with this person, I reflected a lot on all the change and growth that they've experienced that I got to be a witness for and they're doing really well. And I feel honored to get to be a part of that. Just to be clear, this is one patient that you're talking about. All these things that happened was one yes, patient. Yes, one, one patient. But that's one of the cool things about doing long-term therapy is getting to see the trials, the tribulations, and all the really positive things. And because I've been with them for a long time, 
I can remember and point out and reflect the progress that I see that the client may not be able to see. And that's great. Can you dive into a little bit the, cause you talked about getting a promotion as one of the things that they did. Um, there's a lot of things that happen around that time, just a whole lot of anxiety, a promotion, especially if you're asking for the promotion and you're talking about salary. Can you talk about how you help this individual with navigating their emotions through it? Because it is an emotional time and stressful time. Yeah, that's a good question. So a lot of it is about, I, you know, in Cognitive behavioral therapy, also known as CBT, there's a there's a triangle and it's thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And you look at how the person is thinking and then the feelings that they have and what sort of behaviors they have as a result of that kind of process. And so I'll challenge them on the thoughts because typically they're negative thoughts and replace them with more positive or alternative thoughts, which then goes to, I'm going to have different feelings and different behaviors. And then that's going to create different patterns that we're going to, you know, work on to kind of create a different outcome. So I'll help the client kind of identify their concerns, um, what their goals are and how they're going to get to said goals using typically like small steps to work towards that goal. Um, and then I have them practice things that they want to say or practice in situations that are maybe not as scary as like asking for a promotion. So advocating for, with a friend or advocating, you know, for some p- clients who have social anxiety is just advocating or asking a question at a gas station, right? So we're going to take small steps and then you work towards the kind of the bigger challenges. And sometimes it doesn't go the way they want and other times it does. And they're able to kind of keep going and challenging themselves until it becomes more comfortable. And it's a, it's a pattern of more positive behavior. I like that. It's a slow buildup. So when the big moment comes, they've already had some practice to not be in that exact situation, but to be in those shoes, so to speak. Exactly. And dealing, like, I think to add to that too, is dealing with, you know, there's a therapy term is, uh, tolerating uncertainty. Like how do we sit with the discomfort of not knowing what an outcome is going to be? and learning to kind of increase that distress tolerance uh, as using clinical terms, right? Or or dealing with like being uncomfortable of not knowing and trying to sit with that and increase that over time uh, so that as life continues to progress in whatever sort of direction, you're going to be okay regardless of what the circumstances are. I had a mentor that always said, get comfortable with being uncomfortable because everything's going to change whether you like it or not. Exactly. Of course, that that sounds very intense, but he did not he did not come at me with, with that intensity. It was just it's life. But I think you're bringing up a lot of good points in, especially that client that you've had long term, and it's more than just he probably came in for a specific reason, but he stayed with you to help keep him grounded. And you could correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think a lot of people see therapy as kind of a solution to the immediate problem at hand rather than a proactive attempt to be able to deal with, you know, those changes as they come at you in life. Can you tell our listeners why for them you're more than just beyond that immediate crisis or immediate situation at hand? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there's always going to be, you know, sometimes there's crisis situations we're going to deal with that uh, in therapy Definitely safety is our number one concern when it comes to clients or patients, whatever you want to call them. 
Um, sometimes there's shorter term issues around phobias, you know, so they're going to learn techniques and interventions to kind of reduce those symptoms. And then, you know, clients sometimes kind of come in thinking, oh, I'll just come for like a month or two months. And I do frameworks of six months at a time. So I do assessments and uh, different things to kind of track their progress. And we have goal setting that we do to make sure that we're kind of on target to whatever it is that we're working on. And what comes up is there's a lot of complexity in social interactions and dynamics. And so that can take a little bit longer, you know, to one, be able to kind of recognize uh, and then to be able to change, right? To change a family system or to change a friendship dynamic takes a lot of concerted effort and consistent change of behavior. And so that takes longer than I think people want. There's like setbacks or there's, you know, some major successes, but what I notice, and this is what I tell people on a consultation call is through weekly therapy, I'm able to see those patterns. And then in a very loving and supportive way, I will suggest change and work with them on it. And then kind of like what I was referencing earlier, I'm able to see the progress that is happening, you know? And so the person is in kind of the situation and can't really see the changes that are happening, but I, as an outsider, am able to kind of note that. So to kind of answer your question, right, is changing the patterns can take a little bit longer. It's hard to change a habit. It's hard to change a pattern. Um, and that's just going to, that's going to take more than a couple of sessions. Absolutely. I work with a lot of youth athletes and I usually get the, I'm good, I'm good. And I'm like, no, we have to prepare for the situation coming up. So I think granted different aspects of uh, work here, but I think that both relates that you need to be prepared for everything you're doing. And the quicker you get yourself set up for success, the easier it's going to be as those times come. Yeah. So tell me what sets you apart from other therapists and clinicians. Well, I definitely think I have a unique personality and you know, I think every therapist is going to be different based on their personality and kind of what they bring to the table. I will say that, you know, sometimes there's a, a therapist voice that therapists have, you know, it's kind of like really quiet and calm and very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of consistent. And I only have that voice in like very serious situations, but my personality and kind of bubbliness, of course, when it's appropriate, comes across in the session. Like I think if, while I'm definitely professional, if a client were to see me out in public, it wouldn't be like, who is that person? Right? Like, I, I feel like I have a lot of integrity and authenticity kind of across all areas of my life. So, uh, and also me working with teens, you know, as one of my primary populations, there's, <laughs> there's a level of, they're not gonna take any BS, right? So you just gotta be straight, you know, straight to the point, direct, uh, and there's no kind of fitting. So I'm pretty direct. And I think that that direct, but then in therapy sessions, there's, there is a softness to it, right? I'm not going to come in just straight hardcore, um, kind of like a little bit of a buildup. So I feel like that kind of sets me apart. Um, me being Jennifer Dukes. Well, and it also sounds like you don't just dive in, you, you assess them. Because how much the bubbliness comes out and when, or the sternness, however you want to talk about it, 
you probably get to know them first before you know how much you can get quick straight to the point. I don't think I'm asking this question right. But assessing before you can kind of dive in with the seriousness and no BS. Yeah, I'm no, you kind of... Right, I apologize. No, no, you're fine. The, like, you bring up something that I wanted to add is a lot of therapy while there is teaching of interventions and techniques of, you know, we're going to reduce symptoms of anxiety or reduce symptoms of depression. A lot of what therapy is, is relationship building. So all of those relationships are going to be unique. You know, if I have back three back-to-back sessions, every session is going to be different, regardless of the presenting issue. It's that I have a different relationship with each client that feels special and unique because it is special and unique. So jumping in kind of to unique cases, are there any specific cases or business projects that you're taking on now that 2024 is underway? Yeah, you know, I had a a TikTok account that was focused on mental health and then sort of delved into relationships. So I might pick that up again, but the main thing that I really want to do is I will always do teletherapy, but I really want there to be a focus on in-person therapy. Um, me as a person, I really, I really love that. I love that kind of, you know, again, what I was saying earlier, like that human to human interaction, just like the physical energy that you feel in the room that is just not happening or just presents differently doing teletherapy. So that's, you know, I started doing the office in January, 2024. So I'm going to kind of continue. And right now I'm doing a day and depending on how successful it is, it's, you know, maybe, maybe I'll go back to get into full-time office and do in person or do hybrid, you know, I'm not sure quite what's in store, but that would be really fun. I'm excited about it. And that's good. And where, where in uh Corte Madera is your office? So my, my base is in Corte Madera, but the office that I'm currently subletting is actually in Mill Valley. So I'd love to get an office space in Corte Madera. And I looked and, and uh, there's no offices available right now. Okay, so TBD. TBD. And so the last, I'll say real business question that I'm asking you for today is what's the best compliment that a patient has ever given you? I think when clients come back, you know, just to kind of even check in, it really speaks to the relationship. So uh, I've had two this week um, that I've seen off and on over the years. So I feel like that's a compliment speaking to the connection or you know, the positive changes that they saw as a result of doing therapy with me. And then another compliment is when you get a referral from a client. So they saw the work is so beneficial that they're willing to tell other people. And while I can't, you know, confirm or deny that I know the client because of confidentiality, it's like in the consultation call, say, oh, where did you, you know, get my name? If they say that, I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, but internally I'm like, yes, I did good I did good work with them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. They wouldn't be referring you if they didn't think you helped them or that you could help others. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Uh, it has to be somewhat anonymous, but you get to feel kind of the warmth of the love from that client, although you can't talk about it. 
Exactly. And next we're going to move on to what I call local rapid fire. And being that, although the office is not there, but your business is Corte Madera based, going to ask you a few questions about your favorite spots and things to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this round of rapid local fire is presented by Snow Marin Senior Fitness, the North-based premier service providing specialized personal training geared towards our Marin and Sonoma County seniors right in the comfort of your own home. Visit SonomaRinSeniorFitness.com to learn how your loved ones can stay active and live vibrantly. We're going to get off this here, so I'm going to ask, what is your favorite place to eat? Yeah, no, without a doubt is Burmatown. I love their garlic noodles. I love their bell tacos, and I try to go there as often as I can. What about favorite coffee spot? In that area, I would say Equator Coffee. There's a lot of events in every city going on, but what's your favorite event in Corte Madera? I love the July 4th parade that they do and kind of take over. Um, that little, there's not little, there's a park over there. Uh, I've gone a couple of years and it's super fun. And you run into people that you haven't seen for a while and everybody's celebrating and happy. Absolutely. And other than your own, what's your favorite business in Corte Madera? My favorite business? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be therapy or in the same field, any business. Oh, I really, I feel like it's, so Corte Madera and Larkspur kind of, you know, they're like sort of overlap, but there's a, there's a bike shop called Village Peddler and they have been absolutely wonderful in helping me with my bike and kind of helped me on the fly and have encouraged me, you know, like I was like, I don't know how to change a tire. Uh, and they've offered for me to go there and, and get some assistance. So they've been super nice. All right. Well, let's extend off that. What's the best view that you've seen in the area while on one of your rides? In the immediate area. And that, so, the, I mean, there's, I, I really like doing the, if I'm just doing a casual ride, I really like doing the, just the bike path that kind of, there's a place that uh, has a sign of like, you are now entering Corte Madera and it's very like nondescript, like you wouldn't even know, but it's, it's over there uh, behind one of the middle schools and then also near TJ's gym. Uh, that's super fun and pretty, but then in terms of, like I also do hiking, so I really like the Dawn Falls Trail, especially after it's rained, because you have a lot of waterfalls and it's very calming to the nervous system to go That's up there. Nice. Well, after all this talk, you've given you've given listeners plenty of reasons why you could be a good choice as a therapist for them. So, where can our listeners find you? So I have a website. It's jenniferdukes.com. You can email me at jennifer at jenniferdukes.com. And then also I have a TikTok. It's called Thoughts with Jen. So those are various ways to, I think the Thoughts with Jen TikTok, you get a little bit more of the personality. And then obviously like the website just displays uh, information on how to get a hold of me. Great. And it's just your name, correct? Yes. JenniferDukes.com. JenniferDukes.com. Awesome. And two N's in Jennifer, just making sure we got the spelling right. Two N's, one F, and then I always say Dukes, like Dukes of Hazard. 
for those of you that know Dukes of Hazzard. And very last thing here, this podcast is all about highlighting our local businesses. Is there one business, and it doesn't have to be in right your area, anywhere in Marin or Sonoma County that you think deserves an extra shout out for the work that they do? Yes, I would love to highlight uh, Robert Adamich Chiropractic. Um, I call him Holmes, start trying to spread that nickname because he is a wonderful, wonderful man. So he does gentle chiropractor and I'm, um, I'm pretty athletic. And so he's been really helpful in kind of adjusting, you know, my body to make sure that I can do even more and better stuff. So I've been seeing him off and on for several years and I highly, highly recommend him. That sounds like a nomination to be on a future episode. Yes. Have him come to the show. (laughs) I think that right there is the perfect reaction that we want from our clients, right? You just talked about him with the biggest smile. So I know he'll appreciate that. So we'll reach out to him and hopefully get him on for a future podcast. And he would be the first chiropractor on the podcast. So there we go. He's a good man. He'd be good on the show for sure. Well, there we go. So listeners, look out for that future episode with Dr. Robert Adamich. And that will end our podcast for today. With Jennifer Dukes, I'm Kyle Masterpool signing off, and we will see you next time.